Hello, welcome to Let's Learn Turkish a week after the last session. I hope you had a lovely week and I'm recording on Sunday night. So whether you get it tonight or you'll um, listen to it sometime next week, I hope uh, you'll have a great uh, day and you'll enjoy the session. So before everything else, uh, Matt from London reached out to me a few weeks back already, I think. Um, he was saying that he was listening to this podcast um, a month back already and he was also using a book, uh, Teach Yourself Turkish and combining his learning with this podcast and I'm very happy to hear that it's working for you, Matt, and uh, thanks for reaching out to tell your, your story and how you're learning Turkish. So in this very brief session, I would like to focus on the request of Joanne from Hong Kong. She was saying how she wanted to know more about direct discourse and indirect discourse. And Joanne, please, um, you know, reach out to us on on Instagram. You know, my Instagram is Maltem Barcelona. M-E-L-T-E-M space Barcelona. So if you have like, you know, in general, before I reach to anything else, if you have any kind of comments or thoughts or if you want me to cover a certain subject. But so yeah, Joanne, reach out to me on Instagram if you um, wanted to mean something else. This is what I understand it. But just as in any language, you could have a direct discourse about, let's say, you say... Um, I voted today or I cooked today or whatever it is you want to say. And then you could say that I mentioned that I cooked or I told that I ate or I said that I voted. So in any language, I think this this happens with direct, you know, description of the action and so to speak, indirect description of the action but I think in Turkish there is much more nuance than you used to because even we have ways to narrate an indirect discourse with uh, verbs that are mush or the di is the tense to say that whether you are doubtful about what is being narrated or you actually believe in what's being said but if you're interested let me know through your comments on instagram or email me at meltemnaz at gmail m-e-l-t-e-m-n-a-z at gmail so whichever way if you're interested in this matter to cover this nuance i'll do it but this time i'll focus on the joan's uh joan's comments So what would be the difference? If I were to speak directly, I could say Bugün oy kullandım. That was her example actually. And it means that today, bugün, oy is vote. Kullandım is like I voted. We have two words to say, you know, to vote. And imagine you say that to someone, bugün oy kullandım. And then minutes after you speak to someone else and you're talking about how you told someone that you voted. So you would say it Bugün oy kullandığımı söyledim. I said that I voted today. The way you would say it in Turkish is kullandığımı. Bugün oy kullandığımı söyledim. 
We have the soft G, the G with the hat, who sound to say it. Maybe that's kind of unusual for many uh, foreign language speakers. So let's cover other examples to see if that would make more sense. Bugün yemek yaptım. Bugün is today once again. Yemek could be to eat, but it could be food. And in this case, it's food because it says yemek yaptım. I cooked. Yapmak is to do. Yemek, like I made food, if you would translate this so directly. So I cooked today. So if you were to narrate this indirectly, you would say Bugün yemek yaptığımı belirttim. Bugün stays the same. It's today, so it's today. Yemek stays the same. It's food, so it's food. Like, so it will go as to say, you know, you cooked. But instead of saying yaptım, you say yaptığımı with the soft G, yaptığımı. You could say söyledim, I said. Belirttim is another verb. It's like a synonym. It's mentioned. So I mentioned that I cooked. But there is a very important thing. When you say to someone, bugün yemek yaptım, you actually sound like you believe what you say and you're like 100% sure. Whereas if you told someone that you cooked, we don't know because of the indirectness of the discourse whether you actually cooked or not. So let me give you one last example. Bugün okula gittim. Bugün is today. Okul is school. Gittim is, is I went, like I went to school. Gitmek is to go, right? Bugün okula gittiğimi ifade ettim. İfade etmek is, you know, mention to say, but it's quite formal. I'm using that just so that your vocabulary gets better each time. So it's it says, Bugün okula gittiğimi söyledim. I said that I went to school today. We have more doubt in indirect discourse. Maybe you did go to school or you did not. We have no clue, but that's what you say that you did. So let me know if these examples are clear. I like to keep it short and nice. So in the second section, I will go into compound nine. nouns. It's something that every Turkish uh, student, I guess a native speaker, struggles in you know, in between first grade to fourth grade because you do a lot of grammar work in these things. And I remember native speakers, young ones struggling. So if you have hard time making sense of this, please don't be alarmed. Just keep on going and understand that it's all a matter of practice. So here is the first example for compound nouns. Oturduğun ev. I would translate it as the, the uh, house in which you live. Oturmak is literally to sit, but some of you might already know that in Turkish, sitting can also be like where you reside, like the house, the home, the place you reside. Oturmak, oturduğun, you already know because it ends with an N, that it is it belongs to the second singular person. Oturduğun ev, ev is home or house, you could translate it differently depending on the context. So the house or the home in which you live, in which you reside, you could say that. Oturduğun ev. If I were to say it as a compound noun that belongs to the first person singular, oturduğum ev. I can conjugate it as oturduğum ev, oturduğun ev. Third person singular would be oturduğu ev. 
oturduğumuz ev, the house in which we reside, oturduğunuz ev, the house in which you, plural, you all reside, oturdukları ev, the house in which they reside. Another one, and you might know I'm obsessed with food, it's nothing to do with pregnancy, but it's I guess a good example. <laughs> Yediğin yemek, yemek is food, yemek yemek, we say, it's also the verb uh, to eat. So yediğin yemek, the food which you eat. İçtiğin su, su is water, if you're gonna know one word, better be water if you need it. So içmek is to drink, İçtiğin su, the water you, you drink. So this is basically a main idea in the uh, session of today with compound nouns and uh, direct and indirect uh, discourse in less than 10 minutes. Hope that it helps. Please rank the podcast in your platform, whatever platform you use to access this podcast. This way it could reach out to more people who are interested in the subject. But yeah, that's it. I hope you have a lovely week and I see you next time. Thanks for listening to Let's Learn Turkish.